Once upon a time, once upon a time, they were shining bright, but now they're only sticking dark. Nothing I can do, a total eclipse of my ball. You lost your way in the middle of Westeros. You crossed the narrow sea. You crossed it back. You wandered around. You went above the wall. You rode dragons. You were like, what the hell is going on here? Then you decided to hitch a ride. Back to the sausage huts, where everything is fresh and shiny, the way it should be. I got big screen television. I got Wi-Fi, high-speed internet. Got a map of the world on the wall. I got some tiki torches in the corner. And I got not one, not two, not three, but four. Lithuanian women in red sweatpants and blue sweatshirts riding exercise bikes to keep the lights on here because we haven't paid our bills in a while. We had to work a little extra hard to get you back into the sausage hut where you belong. How do you like them apples, everybody? It's yours truly, Johnny K. Johnny Kilbasa, for those of you keeping score at home. Back with another installment of the not Game of Thrones Sausage Hut. Haven't done one of these in uh, long enough. And I'm sorry about that. You know, August starts, July ends. You never know what the hell is going on with the world. It always seems like the world's going to come crashing to an end right before football season starts because August is hot. Preseason football sucks for everybody. All kinds of movies saying that the world's going to come to an end. And what can you do, you know? I tell you what I can do. I can go to county fairs and I can eat as much food as I possibly can. I can go watch movies that I might like, that I might not like, and I can come over to your house and make bacon explosions for you and your family for a modest fee. What do you think about that? Just shoot me a tweet and I'll come over. Um, as long as your mom's there. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hi, everybody. You know, I've been on the radio. I do the fast food review on the Mark Aram show. I do the Game of Thrones minute on the Mark Aram show. I do another fast food review on Thursdays on the Mark Aram show. I've been doing a ton of Game of Thrones podcasts. So much so that I'm sure you don't listen to me anymore if you're not a Game of Thrones fan. 
or unless you're a big fan of mine and you decide to listen even though you might not care because it whatever is going on here is weird and funny. That's what I like to think anyway. So why <laughs> I don't know. You do you want a Game of Thrones minute? I mean I, I've been doing I guess I, I shouldn't just I don't know if I should do another Game of Thrones minute. This is Lancel Sometimes I just can't help myself. With Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the, the Mark Aram Podcast, Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute. Just one. With Johnny Kilbasa. Just me. This Game of Thrones Minute isn't like the other Game of Thrones Minute that I do on the Game of Thrones Podcast, because the Game of Thrones Podcast is pretty much just uh, flying through unrehearsed uh, notes about that episode of Game of Thrones. But when I get called up to the big show... I got to condense it, make it more poetic, fit it into the slotted time slot because, you know, they don't have much patience up there in the big station. If you don't give it to them in one minute, they lose their attention span really fast. That means Johnny's got to go back to talking about cheeseburgers and burritos that I do really best. So what I do is I try to cram as much as I can into one minute and it's really difficult because there's a lot of things going on but let's see if I can remember this one right here different than the one in the other podcasts Shame. death is the enemy Shame. in the Dragonstone map room Shame. I fire north of the wall meanwhile in the true north oh Shame. gosh darn it Shame. 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 In the Dragonstone map, we fire north of the wall. Meanwhile, in the true north, the fellowship of the ring talks knee bending, whinging, and chop blocks. That's a 15 yard penalty. Meanwhile, Winterfell, Arya, and Sansa talk of snow clapping, knuckle dragging, and anger and fear. Back in the true north, the boys take on ginger hate, fire kissing, baby making, and realm defending. Then the boys gaze upon Arrowhead Mountain. Meanwhile, in Dragonstone, Tyrion and Danny talk about mud gates, height shaming, trap laying, impulse control, and contingency planning. Meanwhile, in the Misty Mountains, out comes a dead polar bear and rips Thor a mirror, a new one. Meanwhile, Winterfell, Sansa and Littlefinger talk of loyalty, adverbs, and Brienne therapy. Back on Caradras, the dudes talk flaming swords and drunken wars, and they bag a dead guy. Then the dead army comes to run, and the A-team gets stuck in an island. Jen runs back to each watch with the raven message. Then Thor, Thoros freezes. See a Thor, Samir. Meanwhile, back in Winterfell, Sansa gets an invite to the Winterfell homecoming and sends Brienne. Meanwhile, in Dragonstone, Danny gets the message to go supersonic. Back in the island, the hound chucks a rock, and the dead attack. When all looks lost, it's Danny X Magino with all three dragons. The Night King nails Viserion with an ice javelin. Everyone bails. John takes a dip and gets attacked again. Then Uncle Benjamin goes Deus Ex Machina and saves him. They all make it back to East Watch. Meanwhile, Winterfell, Sansa finds Arya's mask. Arya finds Sansa, and they talk it out. Meanwhile, in the love boat, Danny and John talk knee bending and fertility. Meanwhile, back at the pond, the dead full of Zirian out. The Night King lays a hand, Shame. and we have ourselves an ice dragon. Shame. <sighs> you know, <laughs> I know you're probably sick of all that stuff by now, but what can you do? It's going to be over next week, so that's all we can hope for. Because after next week, it'll be... Hopefully, we'll do a football minute like I did the football minute last year. Remember that? Just as fun. An excuse to get on Monday nights. But I'll run it by Big Daddy. I don't see why he would have a problem with me doing the football minute since everybody liked it last year. And you never know when you need an extra couple minutes of content when you do a daily radio show. Isn't that right, everybody? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. (laughs) I can't believe Game of Thrones is almost over with. It's gonna. It's like it just started, but that's what happens when you have huge shows and huge budgets, and 
a couple showrunners who are sick of everything. That's what I said. They're sick of everything. They're sick of doing it. Isn't it? Doesn't it feel like they're just wrapping everything up? They're like, okay, we got We've we've been dragging this thing out, and we're just gonna wrap it all up there. So, what can you do? How many times am I gonna say what can you do? But what can you do? You know. Hope everybody went and saw a bunch of movies this this summer. I know I did. I don't know if I told you about the two movies I saw because it was a month ago and it was there were summer blockbusters and I hated Dunkirk. And if you like Dunkirk, I don't know what your problem is to tell you the truth. Why would you want to watch Dunkirk? Why would you want to go and see people, um, you know, dying and suffering and impending doom coming in like the tide? For two hours might as well just go kick each other in the shin for a couple hours and forget the popcorn and forget the pop and just do that because that's what dunkirk was like one long drawn out shin kick shin kick nut punch shin kick nut punch shin kick nut punch and it's all because of harry styles now the movie that he should have been in is valerian valerian was a good movie by my man luke besson who did everybody's favorite movie the fifth element a movie i really liked and that was 25 years ago or whatever 20 years ago at least and it was a great movie and this had all sorts of awesome visuals in it you could definitely see that he took advantage of the technology because today's movie technology is pretty much just you're only limited by your imagination right so he pretty much did everything he everything you could possibly do in a movie except I uh, have some characters that people like and maybe a, a plot worth remembering. Even though the plot wasn't that bad, the characters weren't that bad. The dude, I think it was the What you should have done is put Harry Styles in the role of Valyrian and took Valyrian and put him in Dunkirk. And they could have just swapped roles and every everybody would have went and saw Valyrian and thought it was the greatest movie ever because Harry Styles was in it. Harry Styles could have act. I mean, you, you didn't have to act much in that role to be Valyrian, but I saw it in 3D and I sat in like the fourth row and it was just awesome. The, 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 gra the, the, the effects in that movie in 3D were just crazy. It was so fun to watch. I don't see why you would go and go to Dunkirk and suffer and think, Oh yeah, that's a great movie and it's not even there's no story and this crap about it being 70 millimeter whatever they call it and oh, you know, yeah, the shots were just so great. Well, they weren't. I mean, okay, you were on a beach and you had a big wide shot, whoopity doo da. And the soundtrack everybody was loving. I I the soundtrack was awful. It was terrible. It was like a really bad B porn. Not porn. Uh, be a horror movie. It, it was just this. The whole thing was like suspenseful, nonstop suspenseful music the whole time. That never paid off. And you know how it ends. I mean, you know that's the thing about Dunkirk. It, you know, you knew going in that it wasn't going to really be cool, and you got some sort of half climax out of the oh yeah the people got in their boats and they came and saved some people whoopity doo da i know i guess in the end it was some sort of triumph that that churchill was actually able to get that many people out while he you know while the the, the those troops on the edge that really didn't weren't in the movie that much were really fighting off the nazis so those people on the beach could get across the water and ugh, i mean come on 
it was just in the movie ends spoiler alert with you know that pilot dude that apparently he's a famous actor it was tom hardy i don't know if, i don't know what tom hardy was in sorry um he and his face was covered up the whole time and he's like oh uh, i gotta go back i'm i don't have enough gas to make it back um i'm just gonna i gotta take this guy out and i'm just gonna land on the beach and get taken prisoner At least Valerian was a happy movie, and it had neat characters in it that you could have made, that you could have bought some action figures with, or something. Man, I mean, it didn't make me want to kill myself after watching it. I don't know why Valerian um, bombed at the box office. I just don't get it. I mean, bad reviews. Who cares about reviews? I, or maybe it was, and the, the, people were saying, well, people weren't familiar with the story. Who care? I mean, I, I didn't read. I don't read French comic books. I didn't need to read French comic books to enjoy the show. I mean, the 3D was insane. I'm just mad. I'm just. I'm just bitter about this movie not being better off at theater. It's like people rebelled against it or something. Like, oh, I'm not gonna go watch it because Rotten Tomatoes gave it a low score. And this, and, and I didn't like the main character. Who cares? It was fun to watch and and it had a happy ending and freaking Rihanna was worth the price of admission her own you know herself the 10 minutes that you get to spend with watching Rihanna go at it go after it was great she she put on a great show and she was a shapeshifter and she was dancing and boogieing and I like that and there were all sorts of weird alien creatures that were really fun to look at then, but the, like the last twenty minutes, when they were they're like in a warehouse, which was kind of weird. I, they didn't need to be in a in, in a warehouse. I know this was like the, the city of a thousand planets, and they ended up in some weird section of it. But why did you have the climax of the movie take place in a garage? Essentially, you didn't have to do that, Luc Besson. But that's the Frenchies for you. You know, they got a little style, and apparently, this was paid for by people all over the world, so nobody lost all that much money. I don't know how it ended up doing internationally. I hope it ended up better internationally. I, I'm sure it sounds better in another language than English. <laughs> I don't know. Why wouldn't it? So there's your blockbuster movie, month-old movie update from the Sausage Hut. That reminds me, I picked up, I went and picked up our old buddy imported sharp provolone cheese today. I haven't had, I haven't had a chunk of that in a while. It's always good. And, of course, I left it in my car all afternoon, and it got funky. But it was well worth the funk. And I took it out, and it just felt it was soft and pliable, like soft skin, except much funkier. Well, I've, you know, I've had soft skin that was smelled like imported sharp provolone, but not in a good way. You'll have that sometimes. <laughs> 
which I like. I like the Insurab. Twelve ninety nine a pound, man. Can't beat it. And that place that I got to get the cheese from, they have all kinds of other great cheeses too. Great cheeses of the world. You know, you could probably eat a great cheese of the world every day for the rest of your life and not eat them all. Same goes with the salame. Have a nice peppered salame with a nice imported sharp cheese of your choice from the country of your choice and the world's your oyster, isn't it? That's right. Let's go into the astronomy corner and see what happened over there. Everybody was out going to the eclipse yesterday. This week. Was it yesterday? Was it this week? Who knows? That was fun. I was in a good spot for the eclipse not the best spot but i got a little bit of it and of course i went to a couple places to try to find some eclipse glasses and of course everybody was sold out my welding mask was in the shop so i didn't really have anything to look straight at the sun although the day before the eclipse i was hanging out with some people and one of the dudes had a, a welding mask and I actually looked at the sun with it because it's really dark and I could actually see the sun. It didn't burn my eyes. I thought that was pretty cool. There's really no, even if you do have a welding mask or something, you don't really need to be staring at the sun under any circumstances. So I, so I went to Google and saw what I could do. Um, I did, I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't feeling the pinhole thing, but what I did do is I got some old binoculars that I had and you take your binoculars and you turn them upside down so the wide end is pointing at the sun and then you take the little the little sides and shine it on a piece of paper and it goes right through so I could I could watch the eclipse on uh, little dots on a piece of paper which is really neat actually because you don't look through the binoculars at the sun because you, you'll go blind pretty much. You don't want to do it forwards or backwards, but you let the you let the binoculars do the work in harnessing that light and bringing it down and shooting it out the other end onto your little piece of paper there, and you could see it. So, and I got lucky. I got a good shot of it because right right as it was getting to I don't what do they call it the 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 climax of it the sun went behind a cloud which there wasn't luckily there wasn't that many clouds in the sky and the sun came back out after about five minutes <laughs> and i got i got a, i did get a glimpse that i looked with the naked eye right as it was at the edge of the clouds because i i was looking at the cloud with the sun behind it and like you know how when the clouds move in front of the sun they You know, you see the sun coming through the clouds, I guess. And then I caught a really good glimpse of it on the edge of a cloud right before it came out and blinded me, you know. <laughs> the eclipse. And for those of you that were went out of your way to say that the eclipse didn't matter to you, I mean, fuck off. <laughs> You don't need to be spiritual or religious or a pagan or anything like that to appreciate an eclipse. 
and you're not cool if you don't think an eclipse is cool. So there, get over yourself, jackass. It was cool. It's something that hardly ever happens, and it's kind of neat that you know it just blows my mind that the there's these huge things floating around in space. If you think about it, we're hurling through space around the sun, and the moon is hurling around us as we hurl hurtle around the sun, and the moon is 400 times smaller than the sun, but it's 400 times closer. So it gives the effect that they're almost the same size. And the moon's orbit around the earth ain't, you know, it doesn't stay in the same plane. Unlike the planets going around the sun at essentially the same plane all the time. So depending on what day of the year, the sun is always at a certain angle in the sky, depending on where you're at, right? Well, the moon doesn't do that, guys. Okay. The moon goes it different. It, it doesn't stay in the same plane. It's just weird because it's the moon and it's rotating around. It's orbiting around us as opposed to us orbiting around the sun. So, you know, that's why the planets are all in the same spots at the certain times because we know where they're at. And isn't that, isn't that weird too that the whole thing about don't get me started on the zodiac the zodiac's there because stars that's the stars behind the planets did you know that did you know the planets you know tend to they give the appearance of moving around the sun and that's what they do or i mean moving around those constellations <laughs> hi i'm johnny kilbasa and i'm the worst astronomy guy you can possibly so, that's Astronomy Corner for you. Hope you enjoyed your eclipse. Because you're not getting another one until 2024, I believe. Which really in that seven years be coming through the continental United States of America. So, it'll be ancient history by tomorrow. It's already moving farther into ancient history as we speak. But it was fun. While it lasted, it was a nice little buildup. People kind of, you could educate yourself for a minute about the world and the universe around you instead of concentrating on stupid crap that people say about people you did or didn't vote for, you assholes. Back in the sausage hut. Flying solo tonight. If you want to be on the Sausage Hut, shoot me a text. If you have a if you have a podcast that you want to do a home and home on, if you want the man Johnny K on your podcast, and you have a podcast that people actually listen to, um, let me know, and we can do a home and home. If you're interesting and you're not political or religious or a dick, um. We could probably work something out. I'll do yours. You do mine. We'll do each other. If you're funny, hopefully be funny. And while you're at it, how about uh, going and giving, giving Uncle Johnny a, a, a review on iTunes? That'd be nice. It'd be nice to get a couple more up there. 
Matter of fact, the first three people, I'll tell you right now, the first three people, well, never mind. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give anything away. This should have been the eclipse music. That was Astronomy Minute in the Sausage Hut. So August is rolling on. Nobody wants to do anything in August. August is the weirdest month of the year. Unless you're a county fair person, it's the you know it's the last month you're going to, before you go back to school. Or actually, some of y'all are already in school now, which I can't believe. Who the hell thought of an, thought it was a good idea to go back to school in the middle of August in Atlanta, Georgia? I, who who the hell is behind that? I'm sure most parents are happy about that because they want to get their kids the hell out of the house and they're sick of them. I don't I don't um, I don't blame you for that. But, man, I would hate to go back. I mean, I guess all the schools are air-conditioned these days. You don't really want to be out outside that much in August, especially if you're playing preseason football. That's right, everybody. Football season's rolling on here. Focusing on fundamentals. Focusing on people fighting for their jobs in the NFL. America gets ripped off with meaningless games. Those commercials aren't meaningless, though, are they? We still got to sit through those things. If you're a season ticket holder, you still got to pay for those stupid preseason tickets that don't mean anything. I'm telling you, everybody, that I think... I think football might not be here in 20 years. Just saying. Soccer might just take it over. Not that concussions aren't a big deal in soccer, because I'm sure they'll come for them next, but already tens of hundreds of thousands of mothers across the United States are shaming their sons into not playing football because A, those mothers want their sons to be pussies, and B... Everybody knows that you shouldn't be ramming your head into other things, even if you have a helmet on, right? But regular season soccer's there for us, so why not join in on the European soccer? It's great to have the English Premier League back. It's great to have La Liga back in Espanol. It's great to have Ligue back in France, but I really didn't care about the French League until Neymar went to the Paris, Paris Saint-Germain. But now, I guess I can care about Paris Saint-Germain because they've got every good player in France, and I don't know anything about... I don't know anybody on any other team in France, nor should I have to, I don't think.
That's League One for you. Meanwhile, in the in La Liga, there's three teams that I know about. Of course, Barcelona and Real Madrid are two of my favorite teams, and I enjoy not having to root for one of them, even though I kind of like Barcelona more. But actually, now I kind of like uh, Real Madrid more. And there's also Atletico Madrid, which they're 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 scrappy. They're scrappy dudes, and they don't back down from anybody. And I haven't seen them play yet this year, but I have seen the Barcelona and Real Madrid have already played three times, and the season just started. They played in preseason. They played that Supercopa where it's a home and home. I don't get it. I don't need to get it. I don't care. And they got these Super Cups where the Champions League champion takes on the, the the Europa League champion, and then they played, and that was just a preseason game. And then they got the Community Shield where the FA Cup champion takes on the EPL champion. Then you got the uh, same thing going on in Germany. Oh, yeah, German teams. I think I, I knew, like, two teams. I know um, uh, Bayern Munich because they, they've got all the good players. And then I, I paid attention to... Bayer Leverkusen because they had Chicharito, but they don't have him anymore. So it's the other, it's it's whoever plays Jakaskur over there. Um, but I really haven't watched much German, but I do like German soccer because the crowds are more into it than they are anywhere else. So I mean, we try to watch more than that. But you know, you wake up on Saturday morning and there's like six games I want to watch, and it starts at like 7 a.m. So I start DVRing the crap out of everything, and then I wake up, and next thing you know, I've got four soccer games I want to watch, and then there's three more on Sunday. And what am I going to do about that? You know, not sports in the sausage hut. Yeah, it's too bad people forget about preseason football as soon as regular season football starts because it's just awful, and everybody complains about it August, and then as soon as September rolls around, it's like, oh, okay, everything's fine. I mean, you do not need four freaking preseason games, and I say this every year, so does everybody else. You need two. You can still work out the kinks during the regular season like everybody else, and you can still have a – let them, let people start the season with, without – with a higher than 52-man, 53, whatever it is, 53-man roster. Let them do the first two weeks with however many guys they keep, 62 guys or something like that. Make them – you know, do a full then, – then cut after week two. Just like in Europe, they have the transfer windows still open during – when the season starts, you can still make trades. Isn't that how it works? I think Dow. I think Dow. <laughs> oh, sports. It's a nice change from the world that seems to be falling apart. Hopefully we'll stay out of war. That's all you can that's all I can hope for. And uh I hope your kid's dying at first if it does come. So there. <laughs> But I don't want to talk about that. I just wanted to talk about yippity yappity do and see what's going on with you, right? So I'm going to get this up there. There will be one more Game of Thrones podcast, and then we'll be back on it. And we'll be back on to whatever I can figure out what to do. And if I want to do it anymore, you know, it's hard to get yourself motivated to come into the Why Bother Studios and actually crank stuff out every week. 
but it's just hard to be motivated to do anything when you're a human being on the face of the earth, right? You don't want to get up and go to your job and then do other things after that, right? Well, it should be fun. And as long as the Sausage Hut continues to be fun, old Johnny K is going to give it the old college trizzle. Know what I'm saying? So it felt good getting back in the ring. Been a while. See how this one turns out. If I can get it up there. <laughs> get it up there. If you're listening to this, that means I got it up. So we'll all be happy in the morning. Sleep well. Enjoy each other. Enjoy food. Enjoy county fair. Walk through the pig barn. See what you can find. I'll talk more about the county fairs that I go to on a regular basis in the next installment of La Hutia Sashishon Lutondui Hutz Wurst Hutz Check me out on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa. Check me out on Instagram sometimes and check me out. Coming out, yo. Mobile's back door. Oh!